Welcome to Break the Pod Down. This is your host, Cam Leone, with the co-host, Brandon Miller, the good brother. What's up, dude? What's going on, Cam? You know, just uh, hanging out off a hard day's work, putting in the hours of daytime uh, for the second job or (laughs) the the hobby or whatever. you know, nighttime job. Yeah, it's uh, something you know. I enjoy doing. I look forward to it. That's for sure, man. Uh, you know, pretty decent week of wrestling. I think we're gonna breeze by these reviews because uh, it's just mostly King of the Ring stuff. Yeah, uh, shoving that down our throats. But I, I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I was definitely happy. You know, with some of the first round matches once it was released. Um, I thought some of them kind of made sense better, maybe in the second and third rounds, but. You know, they were good matches it, for the first round. But it looks round predictable, and, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, there's a few names that stand out, you know. I mean, um, you know, one of the matches on SmackDown, I was kind of surprised by the result. Not totally, you know. I mean, it makes sense, but, you know, we'll get to that. Before so. we get to it, who was your pick? I mean, obviously, some matches happened, so, I, I mean, be honest. If you think it was Kevin Owens nah, before, I mean. I thought he was going to win that, but it he doesn't need to win it. Of so course like, not. It's not I just... I didn't expect him to lose in the first round. It was a good way for so, them to use him in that and have a storyline keep going with yeah. Shane. If we're going to still keep Shane around, keep the storyline going and fuck right. it. You know, yeah. like it's, so, I mean, yeah. He, he doesn't need it, like I said. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but my pick is um, Andrade. The best part is is my pick is Ricochet, and I believe they will fight. I believe they will be the finals, Andrade and Ricochet, uh, which would be a killer match. Yeah. It would put them two on a, on a pedestal for... Everyone to see just how good these two could be the future, man. Absolutely. Like, um, yeah, there's a lot of intriguing matchups. So definitely, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm excited for that aspect of it. Something fresh, you know, different matchups. Huh? Well, we're gonna kick off Raw with a good old Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah. You know, gets out there. Big dog this, bark, bark that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Same old shtick. Exactly. Uh, you know, Ziggler comes out. Ziggler is just in this area he's always in. He gets a tiny push back down to this area, right? Mm-hmm. Still gets, you know, rubbing with the, the big names or whatever, but I think it's just because he, you know, knows how to push the matches, sells, makes everyone look good. Right. And But I still like, you know, when he first got that super kick in, I was like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> right. Again, like the same thing they did with same thing Goldberg. With Goldberg yeah. yeah, you're just like, like oh. Right. Of course not. The quick excitement, but then you're like, wait. Like, you know, he's not going yeah. to Yeah, he gets match. a little overconfident, walks into right. a spear, which still, he does take the best spear. Right. It's amazing. He gets speared in half yeah. every time. Yeah, he makes everyone spear. And honestly, I almost think that's what they're going for now. It wouldn't shock me if Edge came back in two more weeks and speared him. And, you know what I mean? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, we will get to a little bit of Edge talk. Nice. Because that, I mean, let's be honest, that is top three or five of our favorite wrestler, really. He's, yeah, he's up there. You know. So it's uh, we're gonna move on to the King's Court, but now before that, that was Becky Lynch had like a via satellite, you know, uh, interview. Not an interview. She just had a statement for Sasha Banks yeah. and took credit. I, I didn't really understand it because it kind of sounded dumb the way she like laid it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what was your thoughts on? I mean, what it, she was, was saying. Right. I, 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 I didn't get excited about it, but I, I didn't. Think Is it was she stale, bad. dude? I mean, I think well, she, this fresh this matchup is fresh, you know, and obviously they've battled before, but not at the stakes that they are right now. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, obviously Becky's pretty high up in the company, so 
it's kind of a fresh matchup when you consider that. Oh, I love the matchup. So I just I don't think she's necessarily stale. She's not as hot as she was when she was on, you know, chasing the title. I think what's ha- Ronda, I think what's maybe. happening with Sasha is that, and I don't know if it's happened if it happened for you or if you don't care at all, but like. I had this fandom for Sasha when we go to those NXT shows and that character of the boss and how she was, she's ruthless, bro. Natty, go to hell and tell your dad I said hi. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? Like, that's, and I had it stuffed down for so long because she was with Bailey and these dumb angles and gone for a while. And now that that she's here, like, I was so into Becky, but the, and Charlotte, but... Mm -hmm. Instantly, Sasha is who I care about. That is my favorite women's wrestler right now again. And it's just because I missed her, man. Like, she's that fucking good. Granted, we'll get to it later. She did stumble a little bit, I think, in her her little interview. I think she kind of forgot a line or two, to be honest. But she kind of recovered. But this whole King's Court was just to set up the scariest thing going, dude. Like, The Fiend is I was disappointed at first, you know. I was actually looking forward to King's Court with Sasha. Oh, it was good. I thought it was going to be a pretty sick brawl or something, you know. Yeah, I thought it would be entertaining, you know, having the King do it, but... He sold it a little bit. Oh, I know what this... I've seen this before. He runs out of the ring. Of course you know it's coming. And then stands right there. I did... How does it look in, like... Live though, did they see him crawl up behind him all awkward, or was there like a Rey Mysterio door where he rose up? I don't think it was like that. That probably would have been better, but yeah. it was still creepy. You know, horror movie esque for sure. Popping up behind Lawler, Mandible Claw, which I'm still boo. boo. You know, that's the only thing about the character I do not like. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I like how they're using him for the legends until he has his next prey or next, you know, victim. In my opinion, right. um, you know, yeah, it's you know, again, don't do it every week. You know, no, they have it, it. and that's right. the best part. You know, it, you don't know when it's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep. You know, it's funny they it was reports, air quotes on Twitter of they're going to make the fiend more kid friendly, and Bray himself <laughs> tweeted was like, "Don't believe all the propaganda." Like. Right. Like, and you should fire your um, whatever, whoever it was yeah. that was getting the information for him. But he's one of the most interesting storylines characters I'm into right now. I absolutely love it. Uh, we're going to move on to a, you know, it's, the good thing about the King of the Ring is they have chances to have other matches from people entered that aren't starting until next week. Keeping them active, yeah. Exactly. So the Miz and Ricochet versus McIntyre and Corbin, which he did come back as the waiter. (laughs) He will seat you at table nine. He did come back, but but he took off the shirt and he fought in like that tank top thing. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, when Baron Corbin was around in NXT as the Lone Wolf, we liked him, man. He he had a, a, a innovative finisher. End of Days yeah, was great. Everybody loved him right up until he stopped um, squashing people. Yeah. You know, when they used to count his matches. Yeah. Like, that was a funny little gimmick for a for little while. And a month and a half like, He was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Screw that. And he and honestly I believe he is a he is who he and is. They, man, no right? nobody's liked him since then. Mm-hmm. He's the same person he mm-hmm. was, you know, like but you know, they they come back a pretty decent match of you know, Ricochet and Miz go over, uh, you know, clean, obviously, and you know, Corbin looked good, of course. Uh it's easy to work with people like Ricochet and Miz. Uh 
The Mac, mid- McIntyre looks good, man. Dude. He he would be my dark horse for... Oh, he would be my second pick. I would yeah. say dark horse. Well, I guess I meant second pick. Yeah. King that's... Drew would be a good thing for him to have. Right. And, Break like, away from Shane and yeah. Elias thing. You're King like, Drew who's going to step and, up to the king. Yeah. like and he, That's a good... I like that. He's Dude, he's, he looks like a king. I ain't trying to like be like... I don't watch Game of Thrones or anything, right. but he probably could fit in, man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it fits him. Uh, so pretty decent match. Uh, we have a uh, AJ Styles and Braun Strowman. You know, Strowman won by disqualification. So I mean, I you knew, you knew. Long. Yeah, I, I didn't think Styles was going to lose the title whatsoever. Right. Um, we have Clash of Champions coming up. We can't. And there's no talk. way he's going to cleanly be, uh, beat Strowman. No. You know, fresh off of Strowman coming back. Exactly. So yeah, uh, it's you know very predictable. Uh, you know, Carl Gallows and Anderson are just always getting involved. You know, that's what causes disqualification. And, uh, you know, it's setting up. I mean, to me, it's, you know, I don't know. Strowman, later we'll get to it. Obviously, we kind of see where Strowman's going, you know, with Rollins as well. Right. It, but does AJ Styles not have a challenger so far for Clash of Champions? Because Braun's been kind of the focal point for the past two weeks, technically. And yeah, I don't just, know. Until yeah. it's announced. I mean, what if he says, screw it, I'll take both of you on. Yeah. You know, and pulls double duty. No shit, man. Right. <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, so, uh, first match of the King of the Ring. I was pretty stoked for it. Yeah, Samoa, absolutely. Samoa Joe, Cesaro, two of my favorites. Uh, in ring work is you know good. Uh, Cesaro, you know. Listen. Well, guys, if you're wondering what the fuck just happened, <laughs> uh, a kid got taken. I guess. An Amber Alert happens, and of course, as you all know, your phone goes bananas. Well, the podcast cut off for a second. We're back. We're back. Uh, you know, we were. <laughs> we don't know what's going on with the kid, but we're <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we. I'm sorry. We didn't actually I, look. I honestly can't even tell you the vehicle they're looking for right now. <laughs> I think it was a ten year old. Yeah, that's about it. Um, King of the Ring first match: Samoa Joe Cesaro. Like we said, two of our favorite guys. Stoked for it. Uh, where I was about to get to was is that Cesaro kind of like looks he looks amazing, but he's strong. How strong are you to lift Samoa Joe, buddy? <laughs> right. Because you fell, bud. It right. sucks. Yeah. You know, like I get it. Because then the swing, you went around for two spins, and you said, "All right, I'm good on this yeah, shit." Yeah, Samoa Joe's a big dude, man. Big boy. I mean, he tried. Don't get me wrong. Bless his heart. You know, you made it. You I made mean, it right, but still, it was yeah. like holy. <laughs> yeah, that was a good match. Oh, yeah. great match. You know, uh, Samoa Joe does go over, even though it was funny. I'm watching it with Lori, and Samoa Joe's getting his ass kicked this entire match out of nowhere. Cooking a clutch. Done. She literally looks at me and says, Now, how is it fair? <laughs> now, how is it fair that that guy is getting his ass kicked the entire time and does one thing and it's over? I said, babe, welcome to the world of professional wrestling. If you want to watch anything, go see Cena. He'll make you fucking lose it. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, First round, hey, Samoa Joe moves on. Uh, Makes sense. He's going to pretty much, I'm pretty sure he's in the bracket of facing off against uh, Ricochet. I'm pretty sure Ricochet wins. So, so, be another good match. I mean, those guys have wrestled each other so much. Guys, I'm going to get to a sore subject. Elias' farewell concert. Yeah, a sad moment. <laughs> yeah, it's it's done. 
it's pretty upset about that. And it was funny because like I'm not looking forward to just Elias the wrestler. Yeah, he's walking out now I to like, music on Tuesday night. Did I you like see his it? Character. But did you see it? His new music, walking out. He I looked, didn't see that actually. Walked out, music, stage, guitar in hand, looking like fucking Jeff Jarrett, dude. Like I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I'm gonna have to look that up. You should, man. During the break, um, the second break. So Elias like keeps <laughs> <laughs> Elias keeps having microphone issues, uh, which honestly I thought was, <laughs> of course I'm a mark. I thought that was a straight up work or a straight up shoot, man. I was like, oh boy, what's going on here, man? Uh, well, you could see somebody in the background. Of course, moving around. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was going to be Drake again, but it was our truth. Why is it the first thing our truth does? It's a roll-up. Roll he doesn't man. throw a punch. Why he doesn't do anything. How many times has he won with that move? I mean, it's, it's the most devastating move in the business today. It is, man. Uh, but Elias... Kicked out. Yeah, kicked Unbe- out. Unbelievable. And he is still the champ. I kind of like how they're letting Elias show some dominance on Drake Maverick's dumb shenanigans. <laughs> you know, like, I enjoy that. Um I guess another sore subject, I guess we could say. I don't know how sore it is for me, but Rey Mysterio gives this... Little Ray Ray? Yeah. Little Ray Ray gives this... You know where it's going. I obviously can't cut it. I've never wanted to do this. Tears in his eyes. Uh, He's about to take the mask off, which I was full on like, holy shit, this is about to be crazy. He gets interrupted. By Dominic. Dominic. I just want to point this out like I did earlier. That is not his true father. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero is your poppy, Dominic. <laughs> but that'll never get old. Dominic, you know, pretty much says, "Dad, you were the one that's going to train me." Like, I don't know where this is going. He said, "I think he said like his first match he's going to have with him or something." So I'm going to tell you right now. It better be a damn little while before I see this kid in a ring. I'm telling you right now, that will literally, like, that would, like, that would be so stupid to me. Yeah. I don't know what else to yeah, say. I'm not really stupid. ready for that, and I don't think he's ready for it. Hell so. no. Uh, well, you know, it does it. show me, but it's a storyline. I get it. You know, uh, we'll see how that works out. But, you know, again, that's not your puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Guerrero's your puppy. R.I.P. Um... So, New Day versus The Revival. Are you on board? It's a DQ, New Day wins, whatever. That's not even the... The match wasn't the important part. Randy Orton comes, and I mean out of nowhere on this camera angle. RKO. All of a sudden... On Big E. On Big E. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... I love how Scott Dawson pretty much like his reaction of freaking out, running around laughing, like <laughs> just like, oh, it's what you guys wanted, and just like was playing to like the marks, dude. Yeah. But I hope that's a faction. I think, and it's funny because Randy was like, "Y'all ready to do business?" Like he got in their yeah, face was and like, was like, he was "Intense." Like the leader of the group. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's they, what I think it can they help. Like they a, don't need it, but it can right, really they, elevate. They have them. a weird. You know, chemistry. They do. Seems like it clicks. Bro, they busted out that RKO 3D. I said, holy. And but the but the revival's reaction 
was a fan's reaction. That's how I wanted to react in my house, man. Like yeah. that shit was I'm crazy. Pretty sure I was about to text you. Probably one of my probably my favorite segment of the night. Like that I I Randy Orton as a heel man is he's money, dude. It's good. And it's a good storyline. This could man, with Survivor Series looming, man, like in a couple months, like if they just keep these factions alive till then, like it could be a weird pay per view, man. You could have some war game shit going on. Like, I mean, I know they would never do that, but man, I don't know. Main roster, I don't know. I think it's just an NXT thing for some reason. Yeah, I think so. Got a stranglehold on it. Um, but like I said, best segment of the night to me. Uh, we already talked about the Sasha Banks. You know, she to me, it's via satellite. I, Michael Cole, she was like, I love how she was like getting kind of serious for a second. She was like, I looked in the mirror and I said. Damn, you look good with that blue hair. It starts on her hair. Now everyone's talking about it. And Michael Cole says, right. Sasha, nobody has been raving about your blue hair. <laughs> that was so funny. good. Um, but it almost seems like she kind of stumbled on her lines a little bit. Like, I can't remember exactly how it went. But at the end, she kind of recovered with, you know, you wonder why I beat up Natalia and Becky Lynch and doing the thing. You're welcome. Which I liked. Mm-hmm. You know what? Keep it short and simple then, you know? It right. kind of was a long pause. That's where I kind of thought she was supposed to say something else. But the your welcome was good because I'm like, I, I don't want Becky Lynch. It's weird. That's all, I like Becky Lynch, yeah. but thank you. Like, cool. She beat the shit everybody, out of me. I mean, everybody wanted that character to come back, I think. You know, I mean, even like her biggest hardcore fans. Like, like she's not Bailey. Like, mm-hmm. that's not her character. Nope. Like, she's the boss. Like, And she beat down Natalia again when Natalia was backstage right. giving another little heartfelt <laughs> speech. And, and I'll say the line again. Natty, go to hell and tell your dad I said hi. I mean, what the heck, yeah, man? Poor Natty. Oh, she might disappear for a while. I, I hope so. I hate Natty. <laughs> Sorry. I, I said it every podcast. Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Manny Rose, Sonyville. Cross and Bliss win. I'm going to move on. Yeah, Sorry, guys. I actually kind of fast-forwarded through that. Sorry. King of the Ring. Sami Zayn, Cedric Alexander, which I thought could have been <laughs> a much better match, of course. But they just absolutely hate Sami Zayn. Like, I just wish I could be in, like, a meeting on the fly on the wall of, like, a Zayn conversation. Like, what do y'all think of this guy? Like, where's all this stuff? What what happened? Useless matches with him going like like is it even how he is? His freaking entrance is still money, dude. Like people love it. Like he's it's just I just don't get how someone can go to work every day. Like I almost feel like I'm like through Sami Zayn right now. Like go to work every day and you're kind of just like just going through the motions and getting mistreated and like what the fuck are you supposed to do, man? Well, like as we'll see later, he um. Yes. He's going somewhere else, apparently. Hey, and I kind of liked it a little bit. Um, it's, it's different. Alexander wins. Like I said, it's going to end up being Alexander and uh, Ricochet to decide who goes for the Raw side. That's, that's I mean, unless McIntyre somehow shocks us. That's just, to me, where it's going. Uh, to me, the weirdest thing of the night, man, and I know it was almost kind of written on the wall, you know, they have this backstage segment of Braun, of Braun Strowman staring at the title. Seth Rollins is like, you know, Braun, hey, man, hey, let's focus on this, blah, 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 which is just... And I told, and I was on Motormouth yesterday, guys, uh, with Garth, and I talked about how, like, is Seth Rollins entering this area of John Cena-ness where, like, he's 
you're not, I mean, yeah, you're being shoved down our throats, but the only thing that's different is you can wrestle, and I enjoy your matches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's... But, like, it's so boring almost. Yeah, I don't want to anoint him, you know, that badly right now. No, <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't either, but... But, just... I mean, I understand it. You know, I mean, it's like... I'm worried, I hope, I'm... I personally hope Braun Strowman ends up taking the title from him. I just, I don't know. I'm tired of Seth in the picture right now a little bit. Um, obviously, I don't think he'll be a heel ever again. I don't think so I just either. don't see it, you know, and that's, that kind of sucks because he was great as a heel, man. Um, but Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, your new Raw Tag Champs. Champs, man. I'm pretty sure the ref for the match, if I'm not mistaken, his son was tag team champions with Braun Strowman. So it seems like, you know, there might be a little favoritism, <laughs> you know, with this guy here. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, like, keep an eye on that. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't necessarily, like, have anything really to say other than, like, we've seen it before. We've seen Triple H Stone Cold. One's a champion. They're both tag champions now. Right. You know. Just so they can turn on each other. Yeah, they're going to turn on their... Yeah. But does it lead to Braun being the heel? Then fucking cool. Take that title and boom. Something it'll at least let Seth chase again, but I think Braun will beat the brakes off him a bunch and he'll go to the back of the line. That's you know, and that's where I'm hoping it goes. Uh it was a good match, but you know, Seth Rollins coming in just in time for, with the uh uh the curb stomp. The curb stomp and yeah, to save that. And it was uh, you know, that was a cool ending. Um but of course, I just with that's what now three title or tag titles or the universal title that's going to be on the Clash of Champions on those guys. So they're going to be pulling. Are they going to be pulling double duty? Like is Seth Rollins at some point? Are they going to lose it before? Like that's the questions that we're going to have to answer going up to Clash yeah. of Champions. Like because if so, what are you going to have them defend the tag titles? And then Rollins all of a sudden be like, well, I wasn't going to defend the universal title tonight at Clash of Champions. I don't really have anyone, but. Braun turned on me. It's just weird, you know. So hopefully they do it before the pay per view. Like they lose it next week. But back to the OC, that would be stupid. Yeah. Why do it then? Let just yeah, Braun just dominate Raw. I understand that to be with. So. Um. All right, we're gonna move on to old SmackDown mm-hmm. Tuesday Night Delight. Um, Tuesday Night Delight. Well, guys, when you get like unedited versions of <laughs> shit, like things happen. Amber Alert again. Again. It's a kid named Cedric. Can we find this child? Ten-year-old Cedric Benson, I think. Find this kid, please. Come on, Cedric. We're looking for you, man. God. Well. Don't know the story, but let's let's get Cedric home. Luckily, it caught caught off at a decent time of Tuesday Night Delight. Tuesday Night Delight. So, we're moving on to SmackDown. Randy Orton kicks off SmackDown. But I like the whole Kingston coming out and getting some revenge for his Absolutely. brother, man. Absolutely. Um, because that's what we forgot to mention during that's the Raw part story. is that they like... Yeah. Randy held King- Kingston there, face up, watch us break your homie's leg. Yeah. And, you know, that was pretty bananas. That was great. Um, he got his retaliation. He did. It was got a, his, uh... But it's fun. That's what I need from him because we need that from Kofi right now. Like, stop, you know, like... Would you, if you would if he did not do that, I would have thought Kobe was a straight bitch, dude. Like you're not gonna defend your homeboy, like mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's uh, great. It was fantastic. I enjoyed it. Um, King of the Ring match, Paulo Cruz Andrade, good match. Very we good all, match. you know to me, it was you know Andrade is going to be in the finals in my opinion. 
Uh, he is, you know... He's a star. He is, man. And, and Vega being with him is so damn perfect. She is... It's perfect. Yeah, she is a perfect, perfect uh, person. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, man, it's kind of interesting that they've kept him and uh, Alistair Black apart on the main roster. And I was like, man, I'd love to see them fight. And, like, they had great battles in NXT. Mm -hmm. You know, and just thinking of, like, what they can do on the main roster, given the right time. I mean, man... some point, right? that yeah, it's gonna happen. Man. Yeah, they'll give it to us. Um, that, that hammerlock DDT, I like that man. It's good to see the DDT picking up freaking wins <laughs> again. Jake the Snake Roberts is so happy, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and it's just, it's a good move. I, yeah, I, I like good. it. Um, it's he obviously sets it up with the double knees in the corner, which I that move scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously he does it perfectly, but I feel like it should kill people. Yeah, he's, he goes in there pretty fast, <laughs> fast, dude. It is no just, joke, man. Full head of steam. Uh, moment of bliss with Charlotte Flair. We all saw the writing on the wall. Charlotte Flair is going to take that title in Charlotte from Bailey. Woo! Yeah, Queen City. Take, thank God. Thank you. Like, just, I don't Bailey. care who takes who. If it's Bailey chasing, it doesn't matter. But she Flair with the title as a heel in Charlotte. It's just it's going to be so good. Like I can't. And it's obvious. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like. I wonder it so is Bailey came out too, right? Yeah. So what'd she do? She like It was just a short sweet promo, man. Uh you know it did you know, they had a little back and set forth. Set up the match at Clash of Champions. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, but did she like push her over in the chair or something like that? Or? She could have, man. This did is one of those moments where I decided to smoke. Wait, wait, she did something where um she ended up getting like the upper hand on her. You know, nothing crazy. But Can we get to the best moment? Of the past two nights. Best kept secret. Bro, it's out, man. Yeah. Like he did. It's not a secret anymore. It That was a great match. Buddy Murphy shined. Got the win. A clean win over Daniel Bryan. Right. Who's going to be in a feud with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Who he just battled with. And him. almost won. Like it, yeah. Buddy Murphy is getting... But this is where I'm worried. In two months, is Buddy Murphy going to be... Back on NXT because it's on... Te- no. uh, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, dude. No. I have my thoughts about NXT coming up. Oh, you know? no, the crowd seems to like him a little bit. So. Oh, man, they're into it for sure, man. It's a, he's a young guy. Looks great. He's we've, good. We've known this dude for a while, man. Yeah, you know, that's a, to me, it was an A-plus match. He's a Kenny Omega type. And, you know, he's got the loud strikes and, you know, he, he, the way he moves around the ring with his quickness and agility. I mean, he's he's a good wrestler. He's enjoyable to watch. I'm just glad that WWE, like, the writing staff and everything is, like, just listening and and going forward with Buddy Murphy, you know? So, we'll see where he goes now, though, because obviously sure. it's going to be turning into the Daniel Bryan Roman thing. Yeah, so what's he going to do? Feud with Rowan? Or does he go with somebody else? Yeah, right but if it is somebody else, give me a name. Guess what? Let fucking Dolph come to SmackDown and battle Dolph for a little while. Like, those matches will be amazing, and at least it's a name, but man. Does Buddy Murphy have a spear, though? I don't think he does. He doesn't. So but, if you, but if you put him in a freaking feud with No Way Jose, well, you can no way the fuck out of here because I'm done, dude. Like, fuck off. Um, heavy Machinery versus The Revival. Uh, you know, Revival cut a promo on the New Day, and, you know... Uh, 
they're big time, man. We've loved the revival for a while. The match wasn't too great with heavy machinery. Uh, you know, Flory loves the fucking caterpillar. Of course. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's his job, though, man. You right. know. I mean, that's probably the targeted I, audience. I think, Od- I think Otis is a fucking star, man. I think he's, he's gonna said that for a while. I so think I mean, he's gonna be something. I really do, what man. Do you call him the Chris Farley. He is the Chris Farley of wrestling. Like it's without a shadow of a doubt. If you don't agree with that, you're crazy. Like his mannerisms and everything. I mean, just it's, that's who he is. Uh, but the revival win, of course, they're going to keep on with this uh, momentum. Uh, being paired with Randy Orton is only good things for them. Uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, another f- good segment to me, man, was Miz TV, and it had Sami Zayn on, and they yeah. they gave a couple bar, you know bars back and forth with each other, and then. I, I don't know why I, I probably had to tend to my daughter, uh, but because I, I didn't necessarily see when he called out Shinsuke and why it was out there until he got to the ring, and then Sami Zayn w- explained, "We have this bond, you know. No one understands Shinsuke like I do." And pretty much, I'm pretty sure Sami's his mouthpiece now. Yeah, I think he's officially his manager. manager? Yeah. yeah, I think. I get. I don't know. And if what, that's what Sami Zayn's doing right now, I don't now, know then. what to think about. I mean, it's good that he's getting used, mm-hmm. but what does he get out of this? Does yeah. he just eventually turn on Shinsuke, or Shinsuke turns on him? Which hey, I can deal with that match too, but I still just don't. I don't like the. But Miz is right back into the his home, the, the IC title match. Title yeah. Picture. yeah. So. When I think of Miz, I think of the IC title man, which. That's good. I think, man. But I think like, I think the Miz wants you to think of like when you think of the title. You think of Miz. True. You know, like I mean, that's probably what I meant to say, but I mean they're one and the same to me, man. Like yeah. I, he's made that title a little bit more important, him and like the Dolphs and uh I mean Roman had it for a minute there. They've tried to put on some people, but to me, him he did he has been doing a pretty solid he's had job. It, what, nine times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven he's, times yeah. or something ridiculous. Yeah, I he's mean, a, he's Mr. IC title. But it was a good segment, man. Uh I, I liked it personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got over the points. And uh, I just want to see what happens with Zayn. You know what I mean? I mean, it's good because, I mean, obviously Shinsuke doesn't have a great grasp on the English language. And, I mean, I'm okay with that. It's not, like, his fault. You know I mean? I'm, I'm okay with that. But giving a mouthpiece to him... I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like it takes away from Sami Zayn to give him a mouthpiece. I don't know, like, exactly where they're going. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good for what it is. I mean, at least Sami Zayn's going to be utilized, hopefully, in a proper way, I guess. So, Shane McMahon uh, and Kevin Owens have this moment in the back. Uh, again, it might not seem like a lot of money to you. hundred grand is everything to me. Right. You know, you know, Shane wanted an apology. He got one. Uh, you know, Shane was showing this bit of, uh, you know, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, sympathy? Yeah, I guess that's it. You know, just uh, showing that type of side of him. You obviously know it's f- bullshit. <laughs> um, you yeah, know, everybody does. Moments later, you know, we have Elias and Owens for a King of the Ring match. Um, you know, I personally thought Kevin Owens would at least get a win or two in this tournament for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's why I was. But like you said shocked. earlier, you don't need it. He doesn't need it. Yeah, he doesn't uh, need it. But you would. He doesn't need the title. Like, yeah. He doesn't need to be Mister King of the Ring. Mm. Like it, he doesn't need that. But I still thought he would have had like, 
you know, I mean, he's in one of the biggest feuds right now, apparently, in the company. He can't win one round of the King of the Ring. You know, that's all. But, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's fine. Well, middle of the match, Shane comes out, uh, you know, sits out there. Yeah, he sits out there to the side and, um, you know, out of nowhere, you know, uh, gets into the ring and pretty much shows that he has a... He's a referee. He's a referee. And all of a sudden, what's his name? Jason Ayers is like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here now? <laughs> he hops out of the ring. Yeah. His night's done. Moments later, man, we have a roll-up. Quick, I mean, a one, fast two, count. One, two, three. And Kevin Owens is out of the King of the Ring. Out, eliminated. You know, elimination, as they have reminded us many, he obviously, many times. He obviously wanted him to hit him as an official. Get them fine. I'm pretty sure immediately fired, fired the next time he, he touches an official. Um, you know... The segment is what it is. Is if like I said, if we're gonna keep Shane around, let's just keep a story going until he's gone, man. Like I just don't want to see him on TV for no well, reason. What is point. it gonna take to get rid of this? Hell in a cell. He's gonna throw Shane off, dude. I'm telling you, something's crazy is gonna happen there. Man. Which is funny because didn't they like battle in Hell in Cell two, three years ago? I think so. Sami Zayn saved Kevin Owens' life pretty much. Yeah. Um, we and the timing of all this nonsense to me was crazy because it was like nine fifty nine, and I'm like. Who the fuck are they about to show me as Roman or Roman's freaking attacker, man? <laughs> I'm like, this is gonna be the dumbest thing ever. And it was. And was it ever? I guess it's silly now. They reveal a man who was, by the way, not strapped up, not chained, handcuffed, just roped, there, just sitting there with a hood on his head Take for two hours. Taking a break. Well, they re- they take the hood off and I mean the guesses were running rampant on the internet. <laughs> Luke Harper. I mean I-, I even guessed let's just not show Roman the entire night and they just have Roman under that hood and say it was us Roman. Obviously you know now we beat your ass the entire night. <laughs> you know just to have a different but bro. No that's not how they went. It's a Eric Rowan doppelganger is what it is. Where the fuck? I know where we're going, and we obviously knew who it was, but why waste my fucking time with that? Right. Before they, like, I mean, how could they say that and expect people to believe it that all of a sudden, just randomly, there happened to be an Eric Rowan doppelganger backstage at a live event that nobody else noticed and, like, nobody knew this guy? Like, come on. Yeah, it's... Like, it's so far-fetched. Like, we know it's Daniel Bryan. Let's just get there. Right. Let's just get there. Do we really need to introduce some doppelganger? Like... We don't. Come on, So, I just want to get there. That was SmackDown. Uh, Both shows, pretty decent. The King of the Ring is making it a little bit more interesting. Because we're getting good matches, at least. And then mixed in with all the backstage things going on. You know, I'm interested in the Sasha, the Fiend, you know, uh, it's the Sasha. <laughs> the Sasha. <laughs> the boss. <laughs> uh, you know, good shows all around, but what I want to get to before we take a break right quick and get to the top five tag teams of all time, in our opinion. Uh, NXT moving to USA Network, September 18th, two weeks ahead of October 2nd, which we all know is AEW's Wednesday first night. Yeah, the first night. Going head to head. So that so now it's Wednesday Night War. Right. Is is that God, and almost there's so many th- angles to this. 
Raw and SmackDown are their shows, obviously, whatever. They're going to have people watch it, cool beans. But it's the most interesting night of the week now, Wednesday. For sure. And you're putting NXT on this big stage. You and I have both said before that we don't watch NXT that often on the network on a you know when it comes out each Wednesday. Nope. And I'm going to watch it now. Yep. Like I'll definitely flip I'm going to back, flip and, back forth and forth like and, I used to on right. Monday nights as a 10-year-old kid. Yeah. And but am I going to be wrestling. more am I be more interested in those shows? I'm like I'll just watch the Hulu versions of the other two shows. I, I don't even care. Bro, when I tell you like SmackDown, like, I go to bed really early on Tuesday night. SmackDown is brutal for me, yeah. you know, to review, to do for this. I, I get up at 3 a.m. on Wednesday morning. So another, here's another angle. I can just probably read about it now. Yeah. <laughs> just watch, like, two shows that I'm probably looking forward more to. Yeah, than I, and that's the thing. Shows. I'm looking way more forward to these two shows. <laughs> you know, they're doing it two weeks ahead of time to put storylines out there for us to to follow because if you give me two weeks of content by the third week I'm going to want to know what's happening with the Adam Cole situation because now we get to see more Adam Cole dude we get to see more yeah we get to see more fucking Velveteen Dream Pete Dunne the Undisputed Era the everyone but now here's my question they're on now they've obviously been their own brand but now they're on TV where it wouldn't be so bad for someone that's not doing so well on Raw and Smackdown to go to NXT to make a name is that how it's going to be looked at, or is it still going to be looked at as the developmental system? No, I don't. No, I don't. I think they've moved on from the developmental. I mean, I think they'll still have the that aspect of it, obviously. But and you know, when they do their little circuit tour, probably during the week, you know, when they come like here and all the towns around Florida, I'm sure we'll get the wrestlers that aren't always on TV as we do now. Does. So. Mauro Ranella become the best commentator in all of wrestling, dude. What good man? He's so good. But you know, to touch on what you said about you know stars like coming back, you know, from the other two shows, like like what if Cesaro decided, you know what, I'm going to take the NXT title from Adam Cole, and why? And I'm going to think in this title now, it's not bigger than the WWE Championship. It's not bigger than the Universal Title, but why can't it be? If it's right. on the main stage of television. And if ratings are just as good, guess what title is more important? Yep. And guess yeah. what? Guess what shows are always better for pay-per-view weekends? Exactly. Fucking takeovers, man. Yeah. Like the I think NXT is, could be the biggest winner, but also the biggest loser in this entire thing. How do you feel about thing. them going from the one hour to two hours? I, and that's what I talked about with Garth. It was kind of like... There's going to be way more commercials, which on the network you get the wrestling commercials, mm-hmm. the the previews of things, or, hey, watch the new 24-7 uh, with Kofi or whatever. Right. But now we're going to get the fucking... Real the Doritos. Real, Dori- yeah. KFC, Colonel Sanders. If I see the Undisputed Era in some stupid fucking KFC <laughs> commercial, I will lose it, bro. Like, you, that's what I'm saying, like... Obviously, to I mean, me... that's what pays the bills. I mean... But Wednesday night, to me, happened. I'm... I'm yeah, Stoked! I'm so happy about that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if it's head to head, it's going to be eight to ten, right? Yep. So I'm like, sweet. Yeah, eight man. to ten on Wednesday nights has now officially become yeah. like perfect. I think SmackDown on Friday nights is going to be on people's DVRs, man. I think it's going to be backlogged and like because Raw is still Raw. It starts off your week as a wrestling fan, even though to me I think SmackDown has better 
matches from time to time, but... What do you think about having seven hours of content on TV? Garth, Garth went Super Bowl and was like, Raw's going to two hours. I was like, you're a fucking crazy, man. I don't think they will because they will, of all the well, money. Yeah, the money. It's, it's that's, why, table, that's why I said it. You know, Would I love it? Yeah. Who wouldn't? It's just, a, I, I told Lori that, and she looked at me, she was like, yeah, good luck with that. I was like, trust me, I know. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, That's where I'll probably, for sure. I'll probably Hulu watch or highlight watch the SmackDown or the Raw. Does this podcast then become an NXT AEW podcast? I don't know how to tell you. Very well could. Like, yeah, we could still cover stuff. You know? For sure. I'll I mean, cover I'll the pay-per-views, still, maybe. Right, but I'll like, still watch pay-per-views. But NXT and AEW. I mean, like, I might watch those shows. And then treat Raw and SmackDown like how I do did it, treat it, NXT. NXT. Like, oh, I'll just I'll watch, know, the watch the pay per view. I don't need to know the storylines. Right. I, I can follow the internet and yeah. then just watch the main matches. So I don't think a lot of... I, I mean, I think a lot of people agree with that. But I think there's also the other half that are like, I'm just going to watch all fucking nine hours. Oh, you, you fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love all of you. Sure. I mean, I just... Man. The best fans in the world. But I'm just saying, like, guys, so much man. content, man. That's a lot. I mean... But obviously, AEW and NXT are going to be the biggest focal point of it. When that starts together, it'll be, man. It's going to be an awesome week. Awesome (sighs) night, I guess. It's going to be bananas, man. Well, that's where I just wanted to go with NXT for a second, see what your thoughts were. Uh, And it's a a big topic, man, because it's now four brands, technically. SmackDown, Raw, NXT. Three weeks or so? September 18th. Yeah. Yeah. It's about three to four weeks. I'm stoked. I, I can't wait to actually watch the first two weeks of NXT by itself to get into it again. Like, I love the takeovers, and I luckily follow enough to know what's going on with those wrestlers, but it's going to be even better now to see the guys I do like, see the guys I don't really know yet, who I'm wondering, like, All right, well, we get to see Steve freaking Butler, dude. I mean, Cutler, Butler, whatever Steve, the fuck your name Steve is. Butler. You know, like, the Forgotten Sons, for Christ's sake. Yeah, we, for, we have forgotten his name. Yeah. Uh, you know, Steve Cutler. Steve Butler. All right, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, then we're gonna come back with the top five tag teams tag of all time, in our opinion. And I hope Brandon's ready. <laughs> See you in a second. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, we're about to give you the top five tag teams of all time, in our opinion. And are uh, we gonna tag team this this top five? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna high five every time that we switch thingies. Wait, switch what? what? Whoa. <laughs> what just happened? Sorry. <laughs> Should I edit that out? I'm a little confused. Yeah, me too. Uh, so sorry. I'm going to start off with my, we're going to go with my five, your five. Right. Your, my four, your four. We're just going to go back and forth. Some we'll talk about, some we won't, man. So, so we're not going to snake it. Like, you're just going to go first on each number. I mean, unless you want to snake that's it. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're the host, man, so I'm following your you're lead. You're the co-host, so I mean... It I'm following it your lead. It wouldn't kind of hurt. Since I'm the co, I'm following your lead. Well, I gave you my lead, and you're questioning it. Oh, uh, well, I mean... <laughs> you tell me, bro. Jesus Christ. Uh, number five. Number five. So, I have two names here. That's because weird. It is, man. But I'm only... I only uh, circled maybe, one. Maybe not. I only circled one. Uh, it was... I had Harlem Heat. You know, but then I was like, of all time, and I know it's super fucking recent, but man, like, they're the fucking shit, and I'm going to go with the New Day number five. Wow. Yeah. It's a bit of a shocker in a way. Um, What's going on here, dude? It's about to sneeze. Oh. I was trying to. All right. We're, um, 
We need a fucking sneeze button. I'll get. I swear <laughs> we're gonna have a microphone here soon. Uh, I, I chose the New Day, even though the Harlem Heat, ten-time WCW champions, easily could be on this list. Man, uh, Booker T, Stevie Ray, their music alone, the entrance, the fire—it was amazing to me. Uh, when they had Sherry, it was great. So was it a top six or a top five? It's a top five. I'm just okay. saying, I chose the New Day, and you know, you're the six-time, you know, WWE World right. Tag Team Champs, like. They took something that was trash and they ran with it. And look who they are today. I'm, what shirt am I wearing? They're wearing a no. New Day shirt. New Day bootios, man. It's almost like, I mean, I probably half of my wrestling attire is New Day yeah. stuff. You know, it took three About guys. Items. Three guys who we definitely liked, but were just lost, man. And they found themselves. And they found each other. Exactly. And they're, you know. The rest is history. That's I, not bad. I probably don't. Wouldn't have them rank that high just yet. Just but, yet. That's what I'm saying. I, but, you know, when it's all said and done. When it's just five, I just went for it. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm going with. Uh, who's your number five? My number five, um, I wrote down one name and actually kept it. And it is Harlem Heat. Nice. There you um, go. You know, I actually know a little bit more about Harlem Heat. Well, I'm not to say that. I, I've known of them longer. For sure. I didn't know they were ten-time champions. Well, we know Booker T's coming so for Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that we do know. <laughs> But I, you know, when I was very young, probably single digits, I remember watching Harlem Heat on like GWF or GFW or something like that. It's like some regional show. You were probably like, who are these dudes, man? I mean, people like him and Marcus Alexander Bagwell, you know, all wrestled there when they were very young. Um, You know, like Harlem Heat and Bagwell. But, um, you know, I saw them in like World Class Championship Wrestling, I think it is. I mean, they were just. I've seen them forever, and they're a great tag team. They've had success everywhere they've been. Like, no doubt they would have been uber successful in WWE. Like, I mean, they were they were good workers. They were brothers, and they were just I don't know all of their title numbers, but I mean, they had a ten lot time of WCW just, just tag champs. Yeah, yeah. Think of everywhere else they've been. It's ridiculous. I'm sure, I'm sure it's a lot. So. I have them at number five, and like, you know, if you listen to my Mount Rushmore, you know, Booker T got mentioned. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it I've sprung always, off one of the biggest stars, you know. I've always been a big fan of, of his. And, his run towards the end of WCW was so freaking, like, awesome. Even though it was too late, it was still awesome because yeah. he deserved every fucking bit of it. Yeah, he, he's good. You could say what you want about Vince Russo, at least he fucking knew who deserved shit, you know? Yeah, we love Booker and Harlem right. Heat at five. My number four, which I'm telling you now, is like, I, they have to be on yours. They're probably higher. It sucks because, like, <laughs> I fucking love these guys. Edging Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, seven-time WWE <laughs> champs. The innov- Them, we all, we all know the three teams, you know, who started pretty much, which is, they changed tag team wrestling, yeah. man. Um, Edging Christian, they were the comedy duo, man. But they could wrestle and kick your ass. They started with The Brood. Some of the best entrance music ever, by the way, if you ever want to go listen to it. Uh, they, you know, they went off with, they, you know, they left that, went on their own. And, Weren't uh, they brothers when they were in The Brood? Yeah, didn't they? Or even maybe shortly after that, I think yeah. they were. I always thought they, they were, were brothers. They were announced as brothers. <laughs> I think they were announced as brothers for a little while. I always thought they were, man. so funny. But, you know, uh, to me, uh, without them... The tag team divisions, like, just, I don't know, man. There still would be tag team wrestling, but I just don't think it would be what it is, man. Like, they changed. Go watch WrestleMania 17. 
you know, TLC. It was ridiculous, yeah, man. Insane. Um, but that's my number four. To be honest, it could be number one. I really couldn't give a shit. But I, I, there's someone, there's a few that are more deserving, in my opinion. I gotcha. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Uh, who's your number four? It's all, it's all opinion, so you're not wrong. Yeah. My number four, I don't know if you're going to have them or not, but I'm going with the Rock and Roll Express. It was before your talk time. Talk away, bud. Yeah, talk away. Before your time, but <laughs> I mean, as you should know, they were just actually inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame like, yeah. last year, the year before, maybe three years ago. I don't know. I'm bad with that stuff. I mean, just one of the tag teams that I grew up on. Like, I remember one day when I was probably like five or six years old, was sick, had a fever, was laying down on the couch. And all I cared about was if I would still be able to watch the match between Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express for the Tag Team Championships. Is Was Jim Cornette name? anywhere in there? Of course he was. <laughs> Jim fucking um, Cornette! But they, like, they made sure it happened. And I remember watching that match and Rock and Roll Express won. It was just like, man, that was so awesome to me. And Good old Jim my Cornette, very dude. first wrestling experience i was probably like six years old maybe five um i think it was in greensboro north carolina rock and roll express were coming to the ring i ran down trying to touch them they walked by and they had a like police officer security guard walking with them and his gun on his holster hit my nose and gave me a bloody nose what the fuck but uh, Bam, dude. yeah, Nana freaked out about that. It's but a weird anyway, story. Yeah, it's a weird story. But Rock and Roll <laughs> Express have always been, you know, at the cre- the cream of the crop. I mean, they were just awesome. They had great matches, great rivalry with the Rock uh, Midnight Express that just lasted forever. And but it was awesomely done. And yeah, I know who they are. I should just go watch some matches. I guess. Some, yeah, use the network. It, it's not. You know today's wrestling. Of course so, not. I mean it's it's different, but just the that's the difference between our eras, man. That's why it's good to have you on the show because you know you've seen things I haven't. I think, yeah, <laughs> right. that's true. You know you got ten years on me, so it's uh. I got the eighties covered for you. Yes, for, which for I need. Some of it. Yeah, which is important to some people, man. Yeah. Um, my number three, uh, the Hardy Boys. You could flip flop into Christian, Hardy Boys, whatever. I just think Hardy Boys to me are a little bit higher. Uh, you know, they're also they're six time champs, but they were, you know, getting squashed by Scott Hall at sixteen years old. Jeff Hardy was telling you know telling him he was eighteen and mm-hmm. getting you know what I mean, like getting squashed then and you know just been a part of business forever. Granted, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Those two, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, like. The human beings are idiots. Well, Jeff. Jeff is a fucking Jeff, moron. Yeah, Jeff more than that. But along with Edge and Christian, and what they you know what they accomplished you know the first ever tag team ladder match, which I'm pretty sure was for like ten thousand dollars and the services of fucking Terry, Terry Runnels, Runnels you know, like that was awesome at No Mercy, man. Uh, you know they were with Michael P. S. Hayes, uh, <laughs> you know the fabulous Freebird himself. Uh, you know it's to me they were Doc Hendrick or Bro they they Doc, did things Doc Hendricks? Yeah. They wow. they they think about the sacrifices they made to their bodies um for our pleasure man. Uh Jeff Hardy being the human dumbass he is, the wrestler is just bananas. He gave me some of the craziest moments of my childhood like watching him do that stuff and mm-hmm. 
and you know Edge spearing Jeff Hardy off that you know holding the belts off the top of the ladder, the ladder in seventeen. Yeah, like it's, it's the one of the most iconic moments in wrestling history. You'll see that video absolutely. till the day is dead. Like yeah. you see it like every week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it? like isn't it on one of their intros? It is. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's. You know, the Hardys are so important to tag team wrestling to me. Um, if you're noticing, you know, mine are mostly today, man. You know, it, it's just because I feel like tag team wrestling in the early 90s was trash. I mean, it was, they had good names, but it just wasn't anything interesting. They made it interesting again. And, uh, you know, that's my number three. Uh, who's your number three? My number three, I went with the Dudley Boys. Um, nice. I mean, of course. I think their work speaks for itself. I mean, just successful everywhere they've been. They had a everywhere, and that's even the TNA stock. Right, man. they even were the successful. That's what I was gonna say. Even TNA, I right. mean, ECW. Bully WWE, Ray was a fucking great character. Right? Everywhere, yeah. But they were what Team 3D there, right? Team 3D, yeah. Dudley Boys, what Dudley Brothers, whatever. Dudley Boys and ECW them. was just. Yeah, oh. I mean, it, that was so funny. Then they were like half brothers or whatever. And Dude, the whole Dudley, the whole yeah. Dudley clan, and those two being brothers is the Dudley best thing Vail ever. And Spike Dudley. Remember when Bobby used to have great. a stutter? Yeah, I was going to mention that when, when you first came around. So I mean, they've—I don't want to say come a long way, but I mean they've—they've they've been around forever and they've just had success everywhere. When you think tag team and wrestling, come on, man, like. Dude, get the tables. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's Have a ever, moniker like, we all fucking man, know. Like crowds pop huge for that. Yeah. You know they're they're over with the crowd and they're in my top three. So. Yeah, easily. Uh, they're definitely on my list. I'm not going to tell you where, but you'll know here in a second. Uh, <laughs> well, there's only like two more options. Yeah. So uh, my number two. Yeah, this will just give it all away. LOD and the Road Warriors. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. Uh, Why did you even tell me it was on? But are you ready for a stat? Only, only a two-time WWF Tag Team Champions. Yeah, I believe that. But they probably fucking held it forever. Like, I don't know if they did or not. I mean, they didn't spend a lot and that's, of time. But this is where I need you because I guarantee they're on your list. Like, right. What are they, your number one? Uh, whatever <laughs> just give me some chime in because I'm not going to talk about the Dudley boys they're obviously my number freaking one I'll right. give a chime in in a second on it but you know All right, so in the late 80s early 90s what was LOD man, man the were, scariest fucking tag awesome, team you man. said like I remember when they came out to um, who was it uh, Black Sabbath I think Iron Man song probably terrifying like just kid. walking out with the shoulder spikes <laughs> the face paint the crazy haircuts just these muscled What a rush. Just, I mean, it was just like... Holy that was God. fucking terrible. Like, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was like, man, for a little kid, it was pretty intimidating, you know, to see that. And those, they were badasses. They beat the crap out of everybody. And, yeah, I mean, that's... that's they're my number two because I great, got to see man. the tail end and obviously where they had their own personal issues and things like that. Yeah. They introduced draws to the yeah. fucking fold and that wasn't who they are. I don't really call that. But I know the history of those guys and I know what they meant to the fucking business and I love their look, man. They had... To, today they could come out like that right. and it would be like, what the fuck is going on? Right. You can say the Ascension was something like that but I'll tell you to fuck off, okay? <laughs> Not even close. Um... All right, man. Even Demolition were, you know, supposed to yeah. be like Road Warrior knockoffs. But didn't they battle? I think they did. 
you know, what nothing memorable if yeah. it was, obviously. But yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm like probably like ninety one maybe. So, All right, man. Your number two. My number two is Edge and Christian. Which we already talked about a little talked bit, about, you know. Yeah. I mean Give Edge me is your, our boy, man. That's like, our yeah, that's our man. One yeah. of our favorite wrestlers, both of ours of all time. Like, I mean, they play off each other so well. They're a great tag team. The whole, like, you think you flash know me. photography. <laughs> the kazoos. Kazoos. You I think mean, you know me. <laughs> I mean, they're so funny. You know, they're great wrestlers. They're a phenomenal tag team. You know, and between them, the Dudleys and the Hardy Boys. It I was mean, unbelievable. Were, that was a great time for <laughs> it tag amazing, team wrestling. Dude. It was the highlight of 97 the yeah 97 to like 2001 was fucking crazy yeah i mean that was what you look forward to on the pay-per-views and like you said jeff hardy always doing his moves but edge jumping off the ladder on yeah you gotta hardy, both have man, nuts man was, it's just bananas i mean what a crazy moment you know and so let's just say it you're number one my number one lod lod slash road warriors whatever you want to call them i mean they were road warriors when i grew up i mean like i said just badasses man the face paint the haircuts can say it all again they were just these big dudes that you know you know had the voices just everything about them they were they were badasses Mm -hmm. they beat up anybody that was in their way and they were believable and can we say they those that their finisher and my number one Dudley Boys they probably have the two best tag team finishers most recognizable for sure in my opinion yeah um you know what was there the the detonator device or the doomsday the doomsday device, device. you know that yeah. that move is terrifying like well, I'm pretty sure they've spiked somebody yeah you before, know pretty so. scary and then to me my favorite move ever for a tag team it probably could be in my top it probably could have been in my top five finishers but it was just for singles you know like but the 3d is the dudley death drop it's fucking amazing it's great man it's so simple but you can do it on a table a ladder you could do it on fucking anything on any body pretty much like you just need a little bit of help and you can get the big show out there buddy you know it's you know they were so in sync to me from ECW to WWE when they made that jump and what they were dude in ECW they incited riots dude like yeah. they did not give a fuck bro like they were there to strictly piss people off like and they did their job um I think that was a pretty good list of top five tag teams yeah. man like I mean yeah let's see what do we mo- have honorable the same? Ma- honorable mention was a uh, you know, I got some, you know, I don't really know shit about the Obviously, Fabulous Freebirds. Obviously, Heat, right? You said well, you almost well, put them in at five. Exactly. So should be your, um, your honorable To mention. me, you know, the outsiders I could have put on there because mm-hmm. I, Hall and Nash, to me, even though they was only together for a year or two, like, yeah. as that's, a tag that, team, it was, it, it was dominant, but it's just not enough. Not enough history of them. To be honest, they were probably a five-time tag champ, though. <laughs> it was weird. For sure. Um, New Age Outlaws easily could have been on there, in my opinion. They... Like, they were so fucking entertaining. From Road Dogs, you know. The entrance. Yeah, it, promoting, yeah, that yeah, that alone was gold, man. Yeah. Um, Always one of my favorites. Uh, did you have a, who's your, give me two honorable mentions. Um, Well, right off the bat, I'll go with the Hardy Boys. Um, Damn, that's fucking crazy. They weren't even on your list. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I wow. mean. I think you're just a hater, but it's okay. I mean, slightly. I mean, like, like you said. You have to be a Jeff good person. Just, yeah, I know. You know I know how you do. You know, I know you were. You have to be a good person, but I mean. You like, used to be the biggest Kurt Angle mark, and then now because he's a bum, you fucking. I mean, he's not a bum, but yeah, I mean, he became 
Pillhead and <laughs> alcoholic. If Sting, and if Sting were to come out with a heroin addiction tomorrow, he I'm, would hate Sting. I'd probably quit watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your fingers crossed that Sting does not go that route. But All right, man. Uh, before we go, uh, dude. Do you have any like wrestling impressions that you do like at all like by yourself or when you're just fucking like watching wrestling or I might drop a like a Macho Man like oh yeah from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I probably do Vince more than fucking anybody, dude. Really? Like I'll be at work and I will literally bust out. God damn it, pal. And so my, my employees look at me like, what the fuck did I do? And I'm just like, ah, you don't understand, man. You know, um, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to ask just because I was doing something with Garth the other day. And I just started to think like so many people you could do like impressions of that. If, if you really think I mean, about it, are just uh, yeah. so I mean, funny and comedy I mean, based. And, Hogan's like, well, you know something, brother. I mean, like. <laughs> You know, like things like that. Macho Man's like, ooh yeah, like <laughs> give me your Undertaker. I'm dead. I'm dead. I wear makeup. I, I'm dead. So uh, you can't beat me in a buried alive match because I'm dead. <laughs> I'll I'm never already be would. alive. Well, all right, guys. Uh, you know, little comedy towards the end there. Uh, guys, follow me on Twitter at Break the Pot. What? what I just want to say on a serious note. We need to find Cedric Barnes. Yes. Ten-year-old Cedric Barnes, silver car, uh, Clay County. So it's actually local. Blue polo also, jeans. Wow, there's actually two different ones. Oh, wait, no, that one's from May 31st. Maybe I should delete that. Yeah, you should, dude. This one is Cedric Barnes in Clay County. So that is local. So if you see a silver yeah. car with uh, UNK or with UNC, I don't even know what the fuck this is saying anymore. Find Cedric Barnes, everyone. I think everyone. he's with his uncle, Black Male. Yeah. Cedric Barnes, Black Male, 10-year-old, blue polo, jean shorts. It's time to come home, Cedric. Yeah. Good old fi- find that kid. Uh, guys, at Break the Pod Down on Twitter and Facebook, just tweet at me, follow, you know, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a fucking one-star rating. Let me know what could be better, you know. Obviously, I know a microphone, so fuck off. I get it. Like, <laughs> it's coming. I understand. Um, you know, just enjoying doing this every single week. And good to have the co-host, uh, my real brother. You know, this is actually my brother. Uh, this we is actually shared the, blood. Yeah, this is not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is not a work. That is a straight shoot. <laughs> um, we <laughs> we have the same DNA, and uh, you know, I enjoy doing it for you guys. But you know, let's just. Start getting them reviews and shares out there, man, so we can, you know, get this podcast, uh, you know, bigger and better. Help us get better. Yeah, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll keep sharing, tweeting this out, and, you know, interacting with you guys. And, you know, if you guys are in Jacksonville ever, come to an NXT show at the Armory. Let's get together. Let's have a good time. Uh, Till next time, guys, I'm just a guy. <laughs>